Hey Queen, you are tuned into the Female Energy Podcast and it's your favorite ally, Shay Ravine, and I am back with another Mental Monday episode. So today we're going to talk about how uncomfortable personal growth can be not only for you, but also the people that are surrounding you who may not understand this journey that you are on because it is your own journey. So I'm learning that personal growth is uncomfortable because you're doing the right thing. So basically, I am taking, you know, X, Y, and Z that I've been doing for X, Y, and Z years, and I'm trying to undo it. And I'm not trying to wait X, Y, and Z years to undo it. Like, I'm actually trying to undo it now. And that is the hardest shit of my life. <laughs> that is the hardest shit of my life. Um, In 2019, I told myself that I would not say just anything just to hurt anybody in arguments I wouldn't low blow I wouldn't you know hit anybody where it hurts I would literally watch the things I say being able to get my point across without causing pain or hurting feelings like it's like basically you know I'm saying all these hurtful things like I throw the fish line hook out there and I think I can just reel it back in and just take it back and it seems like it's that easy just to reel it back in, but those words stick with people, and I just know I just didn't want to do that, especially as a parent. I'm like, if I do this to just anybody, what's, what would stop me from doing it for my own children when they get older? So I'm like, dead. We got to dead that right now. In situations when you decide to react differently, you should feel yourself that like resisting that old method of reaction that you know. You know what I'm saying? So when you, I literally physically felt myself resisting. So um, in 2019, when I first decided, like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. When I would get into an argument, um, I would literally feel my neck and my face on fire. When I tell y'all I'm not exaggerating, my neck and face used to get so hot. Why did it get hot? Only because I was resisting that old method of how I would react to a situation and I physically felt myself resisting and it's something that I had to fight (laughs) I was literally fighting with myself like no don't you don't have to say it it's not worth it why would you say I was literally fighting myself and I think it took about a month I think it was about a month before I didn't physically feel that pain um of me resisting saying X, Y, and Z. Physically felt it. Um, But, you know, that's how I knew it was real to me and that it wasn't fake and I wasn't doing it for show. Because I physically felt that pain. I physically felt that resistance. But I kept going. Um, I kept resisting every time, every situation, um, no matter who it was. I resisted. I have a good day or hearts or, you know, just anything like just... I couldn't let someone get to me like that. So now I can say it takes a lot to actually get me hot. (laughs) And I don't get hot. And I don't think that I've had any slip slip up since I've decided to do that. Um, And when people call me on it, I wouldn't, you know, thanks for reminding me. But I honestly can't remember a time when I've reacted the way I used to react. So... Clap it up for your girl, because that is progress, okay? I'm literally breaking cycles within myself, and in order to grow, 
you have to break down yourself, meaning you have to look at what you do and figure out why you do it. And when so looking at what I did, it kind of allowed me to look at these identities or personas that were given to me by someone else or just as a reaction to a situation in my childhood and stuff like that. It really allowed me to break that down, whether it was by family or in school, by friends or even enemies. The person that I am has literally been molded by all of the years I've been here, uh, whether I remember or not. Every reaction has a reaction, <laughs> okay? And I hope that makes sense. So every reaction has a reaction. So let's say as me, as a mom, if I'm if I'm always just going to put um, like my daughter down, she may grow up putting other people down. That's the reaction to my reaction because I was reacting like that because of whatever happened to me or was said to me or was treated however. But I'm literally continuing the cycle. That's how the cycle keeps going when no one decides, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. When no one decides, hey, this just isn't for me. When no one makes that decision like, I do not want to pass this on to my children. Um, it just keeps going. You have to break the cycle that's within yourself. And in order to grow, break down yourself. So detaching yourself from those identities, I literally had to ask myself. So when I started to break myself down and just look at myself, uh, kind of like under a microscope, um, just to see why I was doing what I was doing and looking into myself. I had to ask myself, am I quiet because that's just how I am? Or am I quiet because I feel like my opinion never mattered? Because I couldn't speak up or wasn't allowed to just express my own opinion. So it's like I can look at that trait in myself and think, oh, shit, like that actually came from somewhere. That wasn't something that I was just born with. That is literally a product of my environment. So when I take that microscope and I start to look within myself and say that's who I was, but that's not who I have to be. That's the stage I am in. Realizing that this is who I was. Because yes, it's who I am now, but it's not who I am. Because I feel like that's never been me. That's never been who I was. So looking at that and realizing that's not who I have to be tomorrow. If I could be a better version of myself tomorrow, why not? Why shouldn't I? Um, can I say that I mean because I had to put my guard up because for years I was bullied in school uh, for years I allowed the opinions of others to literally change who I am who I was or what I did in middle school I got bullied for rocking my natural hair like I went to Catholic schools and there were only like a few black girls and they have relaxers <laughs> so when I come to this new school um and I rock my puff. Y'all, I got fucking talked about. <laughs> like, I really did. And you know what was a reaction to that? I begged my mom for a relaxer. Begged. And my mom did not want to give me a relaxer. Like, crying tears, begging my mom, please relax my hair. And what happened because of that? My hair fell out. <laughs> my hair fell out. 
And sometimes I look back or think back to those days like, yo, fuck them girls. Like, that's just me being honest. Like, I'm like, damn, fuck y'all. <laughs> you know, what did I do to deserve that or to get talked about as much as I did? I really be wanting to say fuck them. But um, um, <laughs> I started to change how I see it because it made me realize that they had their own insecurities, their own situation. I don't know what was going on at home. And they were just putting that off on me. I was just the easy target for them to take out whatever they needed to take out on that they couldn't do at home. That's why they came for little old sweet quiet me. And that's fine. But it's changed me as a person because now I am mean. Now I don't allow myself to be approachable when out in public. If I'm out by myself, my face is scrunched up. If I get around a group of females I already know like I already feel uncomfortable and I already be like, oh yeah they probably gonna talk about me I've literally that was the reaction to what the bullying that's how it changed me so what I started doing was complimenting women I'm we was walking out of Applebee's and I was like oh I like that like I didn't even have to tell the girl what I liked and she knew and she said thank you so I literally started to uplift other women and it's helped me with my own insecurities with women, people who haven't done, females who haven't done anything to me. I feel a way towards just because of being bullied. And one year in my senior year of high school, I became the bully to one person. And I look back at that like, who the fuck was I to then hate being bullied to go and talk about somebody else, y'all? I'm so sorry to that girl. Um, that was literally just, I don't know. I, I, I can't even make any excuse for it. But I, it's just crazy how life works. And it really is. And I really hate talking about the situation. I had to think about who I wanted to be. And so you have to think about who you want to be. Who do you not want to be? So at 40 or 50 years old, who do you see yourself as? Like, I don't want to be 40 or 50 years old and petty. I don't want to be that mean or bitter mom, aunt, grandma, great-grandmother. All those roles that I'm going to play, I don't want none of that negativity attached to, to me. I want to be known as the sweet grandma or the auntie they can always come to, the auntie that listens to them, the mom that listens to them, the mom that lets them express themselves, the great-grandmother that's always cooking. <laughs> like... All those things, how I see myself and how I want to be described when somebody else is talking about me, is who I want to be. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want that for the rest of my life. I don't want to pretend to be happy. I don't want to walk around saying, I don't know what happiness is. Or, I never experienced happiness. What do you want and what don't you want? You literally have to think about it. Because time is going fast. Every day... It's going and happening. You wake up, go to work, we fall into this cycle. And a year ago by, people saying, oh my God, January flew by. Oh my God, February flew by. Yes, because we're in the routine. We're in everyday life routine. So of course it's flying by when we're doing the same shit Monday through Friday. One thing that I had to do was I had to take my age out of the equation. Am I young? Yes. Do I have two children? Yes. Am I in a long-term relationship? <laughs> yes. But does being young excuse my behavior? Am I going to use, oh, I was young as like a crutch? 
through my whole adult life. Like, oh, girl, I was young. Or I was young, but at 23 years old, I decided I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to move like this anymore. I don't want to act like this anymore. It takes I'm, I am fucking proud of myself. If no one says they're proud of me, I tell myself I'm proud of me because I know of the generational cycles and curses, however you want to refer to it, that I'm breaking within myself. And I know how I'm going to break it so that my children don't repeat the same things. Now, am I going to be the perfect parent? No. But if I can take one, two, three, or four steps towards changing the parent that I am to be better for them, then I've achieved something because there's no blueprint to parenting. We all go off of what we see, what we've experienced, and that's how we move. And that can relate to anything, friendship, relationships. Do I know how to be in a relationship at 23 years old? I do not. Do I have any example of how to be a loving woman, how to I don't have that. I do not have that example of how to be a wife, how to be a wife to a husband. Uh, uh, I don't have that example. So what am I doing? There is no blueprint for it. I have to learn. And in order to learn, I have to get knowledge. So I'm literally teaching myself. I'm reading books. I'm talking about it in therapy and talking to my therapist about it and you know I'm actually doing things to be proactive to becoming a better girlfriend to possibly becoming a wife it's literally a work in progress I just can't wait until I'm 30 and just be like well you know I've never seen a marriage that worked out in my life or in my family so that's why I'm a single mom like no then you're just repeating the same cycle then you're just repeating what you've seen, but you knew you wanted different. So, I say all of this to say, because <laughs> this episode was kind of long. Uh, I want you to do two things for me. Well, they're not really for me. They're for yourself. So, I want you to do two things for you. I want you to do two things for you. One, I want you to get a piece of paper. So, it's, it's kind of more than two things, but... <laughs> I mean, step by step, if I did one, two, three, four, five, we'll be here a minute. But listen, two things. (laughs) One, I want you to get a piece of paper. And on one side, I want you to describe yourself only using positive words. Example, um, I'm funny. I like to think I'm funny. A lot of people say I'm not funny. But if I make myself laugh, then I'm the funniest person on the block. You feel me? I'm the funniest person in the world. I am funny. um, I am caring. And I do have a kind heart. And then on the other side, I want you to describe anything that you see as negative, anything that is a negative quality that you display or that you have been told you have and you're not even aware of. Uh, An example for me is I am selfish. I see things one-sided. I am a negative Nancy, but that's been changing a lot. Um, I've always seen the glasses half empty, but I'm changing to a glass half full type of woman. Um, and I'm proud of that growth because that is literally, <laughs> y'all, I was literally person like, well, you know, this is going to go wrong because of this. Like that was the person that I was. And then step two or the second thing that I want you to do for me is I want you to take that list and think back to your whole life, your childhood, your school time, your work experience, your adulthood, and just write down how did you get that quality? 
So how did I become kind? My great-grandmother was kind. That's who showed me kindness. Why don't I show my own kindness? Because I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want people to get over on me. I don't want to seem vulnerable. It could literally be a list, but seriously, you need to look deeper into who you are and why you are the person that you are. There's a reason for everything, every thought we have, and every decision we make. There's an underlying reason. And if you do not like some of those things, then change it. If you can make yourself a better person than you were yesterday or even a year ago, why not do it? What's stopping you? Like, is it you? Or is it the opinions of other people? Everyone won't understand your growth, and some may even hold on to the old version of you, stuck in that old, stuck-in-the-cycle person that you were. But there's nothing you can do about the opinions of others. You allow what you allow. You allow what you allow. Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to love the person that you are now, realizing that this person is temporary. It's a temporary version, a stepping stool um, to the person that you want to be. Because you know, like, hey, this isn't the end. This isn't the finish line. This isn't the person I want to be. So it could be a relay race to just passing it on and on. But you're making progress. You're almost there to that finish line. So be the person you want to be. Why do you have this dream person that, oh my gosh, you know, I see myself as this, 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 but you're not being that person. Don't be the person that you've been conditioned to be. Stop the cycle now. Learn that growth is uncomfortable because it is a necessity. That feeling is a necessity. It is necessary for you to feel uncomfortable so that you continue on. That's how you know if you really want it or not. Because the second that it feels uncomfortable, if you give up, you don't want it. You don't want it. Because if you wanted it, you will push through that uncomfortable feeling. You will push through that uncomfortable phase. You will push through the opinions of others. You will push through the scared person that you are. Because changing... The person that is toxic or, you know, whatever, that's not easy. Being that person is easy. Be proud of the person that you are. And if you're not proud of the person that you are, the way you react, the situation that you're in, then change it. Piece by piece. It don't have to be overnight. And you don't have to beat yourself up if you do realize there's a lot of negative aspects to you that you don't like. You don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to get down and just realize, think you're just this fucked up person because you already took the first step in becoming a better version of yourself by actually seeing that aspect of yourself, that personality, that trait, whatever, the identity. You see that and say, "Mm, I don't really like that. You've took the biggest step of them all, which is self-awareness. Once you become aware and if you don't take action, or start change that's when you become ignorant (laughs) because you're aware you're aware so stay aware grow from it figure out how you can grow from it and you may not be able to do it by yourself you may have to get outside help like I've said I have a therapist and I see her once a week I love my therapist I need that outlet 
having the outlet of my therapist stopped me from venting to friends as frequent as I would. I stopped doing that because I had a professional to go to once a week. So if I needed to, I would just hold it all in, write it down. And when I go to her, I can say it to her and get feedback. That's not just, girl, X, Y, Z. Someone who's going to make me look deeper into myself. So therapy is cool. Get you a therapist. <laughs> and that's just it. Um, And I'm out. Peace out, queens. I hope this episode helps you and uplifts you in the most positive way. It's your favorite ally, Shay, and I'm out. Peace.